Week three is in the books in the NFL, and we're moving on to week four here on the Roastmasters Fantasy Football Podcast. How are you guys doing? I am your host, Ben Mosteller, along with me, Brandon King tonight. No Garrett Harrison. He's got some issues he's got to handle, but don't worry. He's still submitting his picks as we compete every year to see who predicts the most games right. So Brandon and I will cover the talking tonight. Garrett can handle what he's got to handle. But week three, again, in the books. Let's take a look back at week three before we look ahead to week four, which should be an interesting week. Last week, a lot of tough games to pick, but we did well. Uh, we both we all went 11-5. and five. So we all tied there. When we take a look at the overall standings, Brandon has a two-game lead on Garrett and I, 32-16, and 16, which is right at 500 there. Ben, or yeah, me and Garrett, 30 and 18. So not too shabby. We're, we're doing okay. But uh, let's take a look at the games here and back from week three. As we take a look at Monday Night Football, the Panthers defeated the Texans 24 to 9. The Chargers upset the Chiefs 30 to 24. And now the Chiefs 1 and 2 and at the back of the division. Cardinals defeated the Jaguars 31 to 19. Browns dismantled the Bears 26 to 6. And I think one thing to note is that what was I, I saw once that that the Browns had more something than the Chicago Bears whole whole offense. And I, I and I forget what the stat is, but I'm gonna have to look that up. Bills over the football team 43-21 and they've been rolling the last two weeks after losing the Steelers in week one Titans defeated the Colts in a division game 25 to 16 the Saints over the Patriots 28 to 13 the Falcons snuck one by the Giants 17 to 14 to pick up their first win the Bengals upset the Steelers 24 to 10 Ravens on a 66 yard field goal the longest in NFL history by Justin Tucker they defeat the Lions in a close one, 19 to 17. The Broncos blanked the Jets, 26 to 0. The Raiders in overtime took care of the Dolphins, 31 to 28. The Rams over the Super Bowl champ Bucks, 34 24. The Vikings over the Seahawks, 30 to 17. Sunday night football, a game winning field goal, 37 seconds to go. Don't underestimate Aaron Rodgers. He gets them down there to win 30 to 28. And the Cowboys over the Eagles, 41 to 21. And before we get Brandon on here, I'm just going to take a look back at the locks that I had for last week. And again, not that not that great. Arizona did cover for me, minus seven and a half. That lock was my first lock of last week. That was good. Baltimore, though, I was thinking they'd beat Detroit by more than seven and a half. They barely got the job done. And the other one that I liked was Las Vegas, minus four and a half. But Miami. Stood in there. I also like Seattle to win that they lost Denver over the Jets. That was an easy one. But those were kind of my locks of the week. And also I had Green Bay plus three. So that was good. So let's see how I did there. One, two, three, four, five, six. Out of the six, I got three right. So hopefully you played those three. Brandon, let's get you on here now. I'm do I've done enough talking. Just a, a game from last week that, that stood out to you in week three. The Chiefs losing last week stood out as 
a very, very troublesome ordeal because if they can, if they can be at the bottom of the division, any other team could be at the bottom of the division. I don't think it was bad playing by the Chiefs. I just think things didn't go in their favor. Um, and the other team played a really close game against them. Um, but in all seriousness, our thoughts and our prayers go out to Andy Reid, who um, reportedly had to be carried off um, after the game was over. So hopefully we don't know what's up with him. Hopefully he's okay. Hopefully he's on the sideline for, um, you know, the next football game, but we're not sure of that yet. So we'll see what happens, but the Chiefs going down, that was the big shocker. And I think that was the biggest upset of the week. Yeah. What an upset. And to, to see the Chiefs at one and two, I mean, that is crazy. You have the Raiders that nobody really expected to be up there, at least this early on that uh, they're still undefeated. And, uh, an interesting Monday night game that we'll get to here shortly. Raiders at the Chargers. Those are the two at the top. Of, well, I should say the Chargers are third. Denver is also undefeated at 3-0. and So you have two 3-0 and teams, the Chargers and the Chiefs. And if you asked me in week three who would be last in the division, I wouldn't have said the Chiefs. So very shocking there. And uh, what a game to watch. But Herbert, man, he's really out to impress. That team is looking good offensively in the defense not too bad itself either in that game. When we take a look back at week three, uh, you know, I, I kind of brought up about the Ravens and the Lions. That game stood out to me just because the Ravens played so so close to the Lions and they pulled out a victory versus the Chiefs. But other than that, you know, lost to the Raiders and almost lost to the Lions kind of surprised me a little bit there. Uh, but a really good game. I mean, you take a look at the Rams and the Bucks. The Rams at 3-0 and right now are just looking phenomenal. They look like the team to beat. They beat the reigning Super Bowl champs by 10. And that offense with Matt Stafford now at the helm, they look phenomenal. He's able to pass the ball really well. He's got better receivers. Cooper Cup has been going off. He's one of the top wide receivers this year. Hopefully you picked him up in fantasy. Uh, I didn't. <laughs> That's a big mistake. Um, but that team offensively, defensively, they're going to be a team to beat. They're just not a contender to win the division, but potentially the whole conference and make their way to the Super Bowl in the NFC. So that game stood out to me. I really enjoyed watching that one. And of course, the Packers are the 49ers in a close one as expected. Uh, but Aaron Rodgers wasn't going to let them go down one and two. Uh, they get two wins in a row. So, you know, a lot of good football games last week, and it's just going to keep getting better as we get to week four and to see what surprises that we have. And it starts tonight on Thursday night football. We have the Jacksonville Jaguars who have been struggling 0-3 versus the Cincinnati Bengals who are coming off a big victory against the Pittsburgh Steelers at Heinz Field. And that was the first double-digit loss in year or sorry double digit win for Cincinnati in years so Jacksonville right now is seven and a half point underdogs making their way into Cincy Brandon over under set at 46 and a half is there any way that Jacksonville gets their first win of the season tonight I think so because here's the deal why is it that anytime 
a rival like Cincinnati plays Pittsburgh, they completely tank the next game. I told you from the beginning, I don't trust Cincinnati. Cincinnati's acting like they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, even a garbage can gets a stake, okay? So you caught us on a bad day. You caught us on a bad whim. I'll talk about the Steelers later on in the show. Um, but I can honestly see Jacksonville sneaking a win out here. I don't think Cincinnati's all that great. I don't think Cincinnati's all that good. I don't think Cincinnati has all the tools. And I don't think Cincinnati has the wherewithal to get even get a win. You got one by Pittsburgh. Big freaking whoop. So give me Jacksonville to kind of go over Cincinnati 31-17. All right. Given one to the Jaguars looking for the first win. Uh, you know, I'm going Cincinnati here. They're at home. I might pick the upset if they're in Jacksonville. And I know, Brandon, there's a lot of uh, tough love here after Cincinnati took down our Steelers. But, you know, they looked good. They were able to break down the Steelers' defense, even though the Steelers had a, a lot of key injuries the other day to that defense. Joe Burrow looks really good. Joe Mixon looks really good. I think Joe Mixon goes off tonight. I think he has a big night. Um, T Higgins is hurt. So look for Jamar chase to, to continue to do well sleeper in fantasy that fell in some leagues and he's got a touchdown in every game so far. So watch out for him. I think it's going to be a pretty high scoring game. I like the over in this at 46 and a half. I'd be comfortable only playing that though. This line is very tough because I think Jacksonville will give them a little bit of a run for their money, but ultimately I like Cincinnati to win this one. Uh, so give me Cincinnati with the over, and uh, I, th I think they get the job done. Garrett did submit his pick for tonight, and he's going with Jackson – or I'm sorry, he's going with Cincinnati like me. Uh, and we'll be getting the rest of his picks as we move along. But let's move along to Sunday, and we start with the 1 o'clock games. We got the Washington football team versus the Atlanta Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons finally got a win in a close matchup against the New York Giants. And when you take a look over on the other side of things with the Washington football team, uh, they lost to the Bills by a lot. So, Brandon, it's Washington's favorite by one and a half on the road at Atlanta. Which team can get to the 500 mark this week? The over-under set at 47 and a half. See, I don't like this game at all. I really don't because, again, I don't know which team we're going to get. Either it's going to be a good Atlanta team, a bad Atlanta team, it's going to be a good Washington team, or a bad Washington team. So I really don't know um, concerning this game because, honestly, I, I don't like the matchup. Um, the fact that it's being favored by one and a half, I really don't like it. Um, so I'm – I'll be honest with you, this one's kind of tough to tell, but I'm going to go with Washington just solely based off of their defense. So I'm going with them based off their defense. So I'm taking Washington to win this one 24-20. Uh, yeah, I agree with you, Brandon, solely based off the defense. Uh, I do think that this will be a very, very close game. And honestly, when you have a line of one and a half, you're ultimately just picking the team to win. So, you know, Washington against a very good Buffalo team the last two weeks, I think they do take care of Atlanta. Atlanta hasn't looked that great so far this season, and they got a victory versus a very poor Giants team. But, 
you take a look at the Washington football team, they did as well. So very, very tough, solely based off the defense. I'm going to go football team here and a close one, the over under at 47 and a half. I think that's pretty fair. Slightly play the over though, because Washington can put up points too, but I'm going to take the football team this week with you, Brandon, and and hopefully they win. But this one could go either way, either way. So I think this is a, a good one, but uh, very tough to pick. I, I, I'm going to avoid this game at all costs uh, doing any sports bets. The next one, we got Detroit at Chicago. The Lions looked like they were going to finally get a win but they, they blew it against the Baltimore Ravens. They go on the road into Chicago and take on those Bears that are one and two on the season. Right now, Chicago is three-point favorites. The over-under set at 42.5. Can Detroit finally get a victory, Brandon? Barely. I, I, this one is not a tidy ball game because both of these teams are tough and we can find ways to win. But I could potentially see this being like a low scoring game. Um, I'm going to say play the under because I really have somehow, some way, I feel Detroit may sneak one out and win by 20 to 17, but I'm going to go against the, I'm going to go with the courage of my conviction and I'm going to flip the flip that or keep that 2017, but I'm going to flip it in favor of Chicago. So you're picking Chicago to win, right? That is correct. Okay. I'm with you. I'm going Chicago too. And uh, this is one of my locks of the week. You know, I, Last week, it was very, very tough for Baltimore. I thought that they would destroy Detroit by a lot more than expected. And and Chicago also, I thought, would do better against the Browns, but they just looked very bad. They got some injuries there, but Chicago at home, a tougher defense, I think, pulls up some issues. I wouldn't be surprised if Detroit pulls the upset here quite honest with you. Uh, I think this is the game that they can do it the way that Chicago looked last week, but I I do think that they bounce back. I like Chicago minus three, the over under, I think is going to be slightly under and maybe like a 21, 20 type or, you know, like a 21, 17 type ordeal, something like that. I think it'll be, a close one between these two uh, in a division game too. So I am going with Chicago, Tennessee at the New York jets, Tennessee two and one on the season, six and a half point favorites. They took care of their division rival, the, the Colts and they traveled to the New York jets who again, haven't been able to put up any points at all. Last week they had zero points against the Denver Broncos in week two they put up six points and in week one 14 so they've been going downhill uh I'll just start real fast Brandon Tennessee a lock for me this week minus six and a half boy that's that's a friendly number there the Jets not being able to put up points Tennessee will be able to put up points so I'm playing that all day 
long over those Jets. The over-under at 44.5 I think will be slightly under because, again, I don't think the Jets put up points. I think it's going to be like a 28-7 to type game if the Jets can even get on the board. But a big win for the Tennessee Titans I see in week four. Hmm. Titans win this game. They should, they're going to win a score by 35 to zero. Here's the reason why. Even though they're 10th on defense, they're 30th in offense. They're 29th in rushing. They're 30th in passing. Tennessee, 15th in offense, 15th in defense, 21 in, in passing, but third when it comes to rushing. You've got Derrick Henry. You may want to play him because I think Derrick Henry is going to go off this game. So I'm taking Tennessee to win this one. I don't see the Jets putting up any points. Give me Tennessee to win this one, 35-0. Yeah, if we're talking fantasy, big day for Derrick Henry. They're going to run him. And I know there's some injuries with A.J. Brown, Julio Jones. Not sure if they're going to be playing, which makes me love Derrick Henry even more this week. He's always a start, but I think he has a 40-plus point fantasy day. So you're always leaving Derrick Henry in, but if you're doing like daily fantasy, spend the money to get Derrick Henry this week. You won't regret it. As we move on to the next game, we got Cleveland versus Minnesota, which should be a pretty good game. Minnesota upsetting the Seahawks, getting their first win this past week. They are host to the Cleveland Browns, who took care of the Chicago Bears with no problem. Cleveland two and one. Two-and-a-half-point favorites, over-under at 51-and-a-half. Who do you like here? Oof. Oof. Man, oh, man. To be honest with you, this one's going to be tough because it's the only thing I see being the um, definitive factor between these two teams. Minnesota's 28th in defense. Cleveland's 19th in offense, but they're very close in rushing and offense. Cleveland's third on the defensive side. If it offense is probably going to be what's going to get them this game. So I'm it's going to be a nail biter, but give me Cleveland to win this one 2624. Yeah, I like uh, Cleveland to win this one, too. Um, I just think defensively they're much better. Minnesota struggling to start the season. They got things going here uh, the last game versus the Seahawks, but the Seahawks not as good of a defense. I think that helps Cleveland win this one. I'll take the minus two and a half. The over-under is very interesting because both teams can put up points, but I think it's going to be a, a, a tougher battle. I think that Cleveland might struggle a little bit more to get on the board as well as Minnesota due to Cleveland's defense. So I'd play the under in this one, uh, but give me Cleveland to win on the road in Minnesota. As we move on to another game, Indianapolis at Miami, the 0-3 Colts take on the 1-2 Dolphins. The Dolphins have been struggling this year without Tua now because of an injury. Last week they did, with Jacoby Brissett, almost get the upset victory in Las Vegas, but they couldn't pull it out in overtime. So they're back home. Does that help them at all? Who wins this game between the Colts and the Dolphins over under at 42 and a half? Ladies and gentlemen, 
And now we have our first, and now we have tidy bowl, tidy bowl game. This game, flush it down the toilet. Miami, don't look great. Indianapolis, don't look great. And honestly, this is the sad part. Indianapolis hasn't been the same since Peyton Manning has been gone. They had Andrew Luck. He did good. But then he retired because, you know, the injuries just caught up with him. And he got out while he could. So um, you can't take anything from him. Uh, I don't like this game at all. I know it's in Miami. But both of these teams are bad when it comes to pass, when it comes to the passing defense, Dolphins are 29th, Colts are 26th. It's, it's not even close with these teams because both of these teams are, are not good on the offensive or defensive side of the ball. So this is going to be a pretty low scoring game, but give me Miami to edge it out 2017. Yeah, this one's very tough to pick. Miami looked good last week on the road. Indianapolis just not being able to get done the job done versus a lot of teams. But I am going to go with the upset here. I like the Colts on the road over the Dolphins. I think this team is due for a win, and they get the job done here. You know, Jonathan Taylor has to and should have a big week for that team, and they got to get something going. I don't see them going down 0-4. I know that they were going to be bad this year, but – this is their chance against a depleted Dolphins team. So I'm going to go with the upset Indianapolis. I like the plus one and a half and uh, the over under at 42 and a half. I think I like slightly the over because both teams can get right about to the 20 point mark. And I think that pushes them to play the over Carolina versus Dallas. Carolina is undefeated and they're, underdogs in this one on the road versus Dallas. Dallas picking up a big win against the Philadelphia Eagles at home last week. They're back at home taking on the Carolina Panthers. Two and one is Dallas. They are four and a half point favorites at home. The over-under set at 52 and a half. Do the Cowboys pick up another victory or uh, and, and can the Carolina Panthers continue to be undefeated? Well, this is the only way Dallas can win is they're going to have to upset the defense of Carolina. Carolina is number one when it comes to defense. Therefore, if I'm anybody, I would take Carolina for fantasy just because they are number one defense in defense. They're number one. And that's just phenomenal. I think they're going to give Dallas problems, especially up front with Ezekiel Elliott. Um, I know they're 14th in rushing, um, but that's the, but I know that that's going to, you know, be some problems. So I'm definitely going to uh, uh, give Carolina the edge. Uh, it's going to be close. It's going to be close. I'm going to give Carolina the edge and say Carolina wins this one 27-24. Yeah, this should be a good one. Uh, but, you know, Carolina, they haven't really been been tested too much, in my opinion. You, you take a look at them in the, the last three games, a depleted Texans team last week on Thursday night. Not that great. The Saints, they took care of them, but, you know, this, the Saints have been empty this year. They had one bad game. And back in week one, they barely – defeated the New York Jets 19 to 14. So 
although they are undefeated, I think that ends this week. This Dallas team looked very good against Philly. And uh, although I think it's going to be a, a pretty close game, I would take Dallas minus four and a half at home. The over under at 52 and a half. I think it'll be a higher scoring game. So I'd play the over. Uh, but I like Dallas ultimately to take the victory at home and both teams coming out of this one, three and one. Now we move on to the Giants at the New Orleans Saints. The Giants just haven't been able to get the job done. 0 and 3. Thought they'd pick up a victory versus Atlanta at home. Couldn't get the job done, but it was very, very good to see Saquon hit the end zone again because it's been a while for that. They they will try to get their first victory versus the Saints, who defeated the Patriots last week. The Saints, a whopping seven-point favorite over the 0-3 the Giants, over under at 41-and-a-half. Brandon, what do you like in this one? I like the Saints in this one. Giants are 0-3, and, and this is why. They're 18th on offense, 21th on defense, 17th in passing, 12th in rushing. Uh, defensively, New Orleans is six. I know they're all they're next to last when it comes to offense and next to last when it comes against the pass. But in defense and rushing, mm, they got a pretty good shot. So I'm going to take New Orleans slight oh, slight edge. I'm going to give them the benefit of the of the doubt, and New Orleans wins this matchup, 26-17. Yeah, I like the Saints in this one. I like them to cover the seven points to over under 41 and a half, slightly over. I think that's pretty low, um, but obviously the Giants struggling to put up points. Uh, the, the Saints, I think they got their groove back last week in Foxborough, so I think they can get the job done against the Giants. Not sure if I'm going to make it a lock yet or not. Uh, I'm kind of still studying these games because there's a lot of close ones. Um, I don't know if I'm going to lock that Chicago one yet. I'll, I'll say the Tennessee six and a half over the Jets is my first lock of the week, but give me the Saints in this one. And uh, I think they do cover that seven though. The Kansas City Chiefs are seven point favorites at Philadelphia. Both teams one and two. Kansas City more surprising being the one and two team looking to bounce back this week on the road. The over-under at 54-and-a-half. Brandon, can the Chiefs bounce back? Yes. Um, I think the Chiefs are going to come in very hot and very ticked off. Um, Philly's going to try, but they're not going to get close. So I'm saying Kansas City will go to 2-and-2. Philadelphia will go to 1-and-3. Kansas City pulls this one out by a score of 30-17. Yeah, this is a must-win game for the Chiefs, and I think they give it their all this week. Uh, I like the minus seven. I think they do cover that. Uh, I'm tempted to make this a lock of the week, but we're going to go through the rest of the games here because I like a couple more. Um, But, yeah, Kansas City, they're going to get the job done in Philly. There's no way that they're going to lose this one. Uh, the over-under at 54 and a half, I think that that is very, very good at where it's set right now. So it's very tough to predict because they're both going to put up points. But I'm going to say the slight over in this one because Kansas City is going to want it more. They're going to put up the points. Houston at Buffalo. Brandon, not really much to talk about, but Buffalo is 15 and a half point favorites against the Houston Texans team. 
That is one and two on the season. Their only win against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And ever since their quarterback went down, uh, let's see, Tyrod Taylor, last week they – I'm trying to th- see the score to see how well that they did. I know that uh, I had said it earlier, but uh, I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, they lost to the Texans by 15. Or I'm sorry, they lost to the Panther, Panthers by 15. They are the Texans. So they lose to the Panthers by 15. They lost to the Browns by 10 and obviously won in week one. So that's a very large spread that we rarely see in the NFL of 15 and a half. Can Buffalo cover that? And the over under set at 47. Buffalo wins. Uh, They'll win pretty handedly. So I'm thinking Buffalo wins this one, 31-17. Yeah, give me Buffalo. It's very hard to say 15 and a half, but they've been whopping their opponents the last two weeks. I think that continues at home versus Houston. Uh, That's a big line to play, but uh, Buffalo, 15 and a half, I, I would take if I had to bet it. Over under at 47 is very close, but I think it, Barely hits the over just because of Buffalo's point total uh, coming up uh, this week. And when we take a look at Buffalo's point total in the last few weeks, obviously the first week, not good, but 43 points in week two and, or I'm sorry, 43 points in week one, 35 points in week two. So um, they're getting close to that number just by themselves. All right. Sunday at four o'clock, we have two division rival games in the NFC West that starts with the Arizona Cardinals versus the LA Rams 3 and 0 3 and 0 both teams looking good the Rams are three and a half point favorites against this Arizona Cardinals team the over under set at 45 and a half should be a phenomenal one at four o'clock who do you think wins this one oh good matchup good matchup good matchup this could potentially be a NFC uh, NFC divisional championship matchup, not the NFC championship, but this could be an NFC divisional um, championship matchup. Um, Arizona, tough. L.A., tough. Matt Stafford is playing at his best right now. So I'm. it's hard to pick either of these teams because this game is going to be really good. It's going to come down to the bone. Um, Even though Arizona is second in offense and L.A. is 13th in offense, I'm taking L.A. to win this one a little slight edge. So give me the Los Angeles Rams over Arizona 24-23. Yeah, I think it is a very close game. A division game is always close. Uh, especially in this division. I do like the Rams at home after a big victory against Tom Brady and the Bucks. So I'll take them to cover that three and a half, the over under at 54 and a half. I think they uh, hit the over because again, both teams can put up the points and I think it's going to be a, sh- a shootout, but ultimately I think the Rams are the victors in this one at home. Now we have the other division game in the NFC West between the Seattle Seahawks and the San Francisco 49ers, the Seahawks coming to over a loss against the Minnesota Vikings. 
they go against the San Francisco 49ers who almost defeated the Green Bay Packers. They are three-point favorites at home, and the over-under is set at 52. So, again, a very close, tough game. Who comes out on top? I'm sorry, which game was this? I'm sorry. Seattle at San Francisco. San Fran is three-point favorites. Another uh, matchup that we could see heading to the Super Bowl. This is, wow, this is a good one here. Uh, Both teams look pretty good right now. Um, I know Seattle is one and two, but they're they're playing a lot better than what their record is saying. Um, So with that being said, I'm thinking Seattle is going to find a way to win this matchup. Uh, It's going to be close. I'm saying Seattle wins it by 30-27. And the only reason I'm giving San Francisco's 27 because Seattle is dead last in defense. Carolina's number one. Seattle is dead last in defense. So I'm saying Seattle will find a way to win this one. Seattle wins 30-27. Boy, the Seattle Seahawks are my second favorite team. I'm wearing my Russell Wilson shirt right now. But I can't can't pick them this week. I think San Fran gets the job done at home. They took Green Bay to the wire. I think that they bounced back and – They defeat the Seattle Seahawks, and there's a reason why. The defense is terrible. San Fran's defense is pretty good. Seattle saw an okay Vikings defense. I think San Francisco's defense is a little bit better. If this game was in Seattle, I'm going Seattle. But unfortunately, I like San Fran in this one just a little bit more. I think that Seattle covers that three, though. Um, I think it's a very, very close game, as it always is. But the over-under at 52, slightly favor the over because again Seattle's defense is very very poor but Seattle's offense can put up points so uh, I'm going San Fran in this one at home a very good game as well coming up here Baltimore goes into Denver Denver 3-0 but the opponents that they faced haven't been that good at all to get them to 3-0 if we take a look back at last week the Denver Broncos took care of the Jets which was no matchup at all. We go back to, to week two, and the Denver Broncos defeated the Jacksonville Jaguars. Not much there. And in week one, the Denver Broncos took care of none other than the – I'm pulling it up here. I'm drawing a blank. But the Giants, 27-13. to 13. So they've played three teams that are 0-3. Now they got a 2-1-1 Ravens team coming into town. And that is why the Ravens are actually favored by one point. Tough to play in Denver. 45 and a half is the over-under. Brandon, very, very tough one to pick. But who would you say wins this one? Okay. Uh, Denver's 3-0. They haven't played anybody. Baltimore's 2-1. And... I saw an embarrassing stat the other day that really just oozed out of my ears. And and this will probably be the next game we talk about. Lamar Jackson has more rushing yards right now than the Pittsburgh Steelers. 
Think about that for a minute. Broncos are second in defense. Baltimore's 24th. I would think that would be flipped the other way around. But Denver is doing pretty decently on defense. This one's going to be tough. But I'm going to go with, I'm going to go against the grain and just be, why not? It's football. It is what it is. Give me Denver to win this matchup. Denver wins 24-21. I hate the Ravens. I'm going with the Broncos. Very bad teams that Denver play. But, you know, Baltimore almost losing to the Detroit Lions last week. You know, they didn't look that great. Denver's defense is much better. It's very tough to play and very tough to, to run up there in Denver. So I think that comes back and bites Baltimore. And I, I would take Denver in this one to cover, obviously, plus one. Give me that plus one. Uh, the over-under 45 and a half. I'm going to slightly favor the under here because I think that there won't be many points put up on the board. And uh, yeah, I'll go with you. I'll go Denver. I see this going either way, but they have something to prove if, if they're really that good and they have to do it this week. So I'm going to give them uh, that and give them the win at home. The last four o'clock game is our Pittsburgh Steelers who are one and two now six and a half point underdogs on the road against Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers, who is two and one after losing their first game. The over-under at 45 and a half. Brandon, our Steelers, not looking good. Very disappointed them last week, kind of embarrassed. Can they bounce back or will they bounce back against this Green Bay team? Hmm. Okay. We've got, I've got good news. And I've got a frightening reality because I don't like that. I, I'm not going to say bad news. Good news for anybody who's a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Ben Roethlisberger was a full participant in practice today. Deontay Johnson was a full participant in practice today. TJ Watt was a full participant in practice today. Limited in practice was Juju Smith-Schuster and Alex Highsmith and Chase Claypool. Did not practice was Carlos Davis. Uh, Chikumwa, Akafora, and Rashad Coward. Okay. So the good news is, is that ben was at full, Ben's at full strength. Deontay Johnson's at full strength, so it looks like he'll be back. TJ Watt was at full strength. I think he'll be back. So I'll put it like this. If not now, when? So Pittsburgh not only needs to win this game, they must win this game because if Pittsburgh does not win this game, I don't see Pittsburgh having a winning record. And that's disappointing to me. And that's a disappointing thing coming from somebody who's a diehard Pittsburgh Steelers fan. So Pittsburgh better win. Pittsburgh needs to win. So, and anytime Pittsburgh is an underdog, Pittsburgh usually comes out on top. With that being said, I know they're 32nd in rushing. I know they're 25th in offense. I know they're 13th in defense and 13th in passing. But with that being said, I think Pittsburgh may make waves and try to win this game. Green Bay's not going to make it easy for them. 
But I think Pittsburgh will try to win. They need to win. So give me Pittsburgh to beat the Green Bay Packers by a score of 27 to 24. But if Pittsburgh doesn't win, Pittsburgh Steelers, you better be looking at a long season because it's only it's going to be downhill from here if they don't beat Green Bay. I I wish Pittsburgh the best in this game. I, I'm going to be rooting for him as I do every week. But last week, and Tyler Boyd said it best, they just look like they gave up. They do not look good right now. The offensive line is not protecting Ben. Ben is making some bad mistakes. They're not able to run the ball. He can't throw the ball deep. Green Bay's defense is okay. But I just don't see Pittsburgh winning this week. Now, every time I pick against Pitts or every time I pick against Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh wins. So maybe this is a good sign. But I am gonna make this a lock of the week. Green Bay plus or Green Bay minus six and a half, a touchdown favorite against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I really hope that the Steelers go in and play like they did against Buffalo. And they usually do play. Uh, tough against tougher opponents. So I'm going Green Bay. I'm locking in the, the minus six and a half, but I honestly hope that I'm wrong. I'll be rooting for the Steelers as I always do, but I just don't have much faith in them anymore. And if they lose this week, then again, long season ahead in it. That's a lock for sure. Sunday night football, Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the New England Patriots. Tom Brady is back in Foxborough. They suffered a loss this past week, their first loss of the season and first loss uh, in the, you know, since the Super Bowl, don't count preseason. But anyways, Tampa Bay, two and one, minus seven versus the New England Patriots over under at 49 and a half. Who gets the victory, Belichick or Brady? Brady. I have to admit something. As somebody who is an avid Pittsburgh Steeler fan, I've come to like Tom Brady now that he's away from New England because I feel like Tom Brady can be his own man. All right. So with that being said, I think Brady's going to come in with this. Belichick, you taught me everything you know, but I didn't teach you everything I know. Brady is going to go off. Now, I know Gronk might be questionable questionable when it comes to this game. Gronk's going to find a way to show up, especially in New England. I plan on Tampa Bay going off. Give me Tampa Bay over New England 37-17. I 100% agree with you on Tampa Bay going off. They are not going to lose two in a row. Tom Brady is going to lead this team back to his old stomping ground and destroy the Patriots. Lock it in Tampa Bay minus seven. I thought it was going to be closer to the 10 mark, so I'll take the seven all day. Love that bet. Riding that out. The over-under at 49 and a half is very close. Uh, I would slightly play the under because I don't think the Patriots will put up that many points. So, I'm going Tampa Bay with the lock at minus seven on Sunday night football. Tom Brady gets the win versus Belichick and once again proves 
that it was Brady, not Belichick. Monday Night Football, we end it here. The Raiders versus the Los Angeles Chargers. The Raiders are 3-0 and and leading that division, but right behind them is the Chargers at 2-1. and So this is a big game for the Chargers. After upsetting the Kansas City Chiefs, they're at home and they're three-point favorites against the Raiders over under at 51 and a half. Brandon, can the Raiders remain undefeated? Yep. I'd say the Raiders are going to go into Los Angeles, go in there with a definitive win. They're number one on offense. They're number one in passing. Um, I'm going to say um, the Raiders go in there, beat the Chargers by a score, 27-14. Wow, a big victory for the Raiders, you think. I- I'm turning the other way. I'm going with the Chargers. A big win against the Kansas City Chiefs. Their only loss was to Dallas, who it was a very close game. I, I like the Chargers. I-, I like Justin Herbert. And honestly, this is a statement game for the Chargers. If they can win and then possibly take over the division, man, they look good this year. A, a sleeper team there. If the Raiders win, there you go again. 4-0, they look really good. So very close game as division games are, but I do like the Chargers coming back home to settle in and take care of the Raiders. I'll play the minus three and the over under 51 and a half. I am going to lean towards the under um, because I think it'll, it'll just barely be the under. I think it'll be a very close, good division game, but those are your games for week four and our selections predictions for this week. My three locks that I want you to play that I'm going to be submitting my bets right now is Tennessee minus six and a half versus the Jets, Green Bay minus six and a half versus Pittsburgh and Tampa Bay minus seven versus New England. A lot of very close games this week. It's going to be very tough to sports bet, but that just means if you get them right, more money to you. So good luck this week. Good luck in fantasy football. I am over on TikTok, the Beast Benny Cakes, where I do my start sits of the week. And last week was a pretty good start sit for me with my predictions. Uh, One of the people that I said to start here, uh, Chase Edmonds, he did pretty well. Um, Who else did I say that did pretty well? Mark Andrews, who started off the season bad. He had a much better week, 17 fantasy points. Uh, One guy that I said to sit was uh, Mike Evans, Robert Tunyon. They both struggled. So if you need help with your fantasy lineup, that's where you go over the Beast Benny Cakes on uh, TikTok, and I will help you out. Uh, You can always comment in the comment sections of the video of who you're kind of debating starting and sitting. And I'll tell you who I think is the guy to play. You can also follow us over on Instagram, RM underscore fantasy football. And we are on Apple podcast, Roastmasters fantasy football. So again, week three in the books, we're moving on to week four. Good luck in fantasy. I need it in our league. Oh, and three in the Roastmasters league, sole possession of last place. And if you guys have listened to the podcast long enough, you know, the loser has to do some sort of punishment. So I am just getting unlucky, but I do have a decent team in my opinion. So I think I do bounce back, but I need to win this week. So Brandon, good luck to you this week in our league. He's, he's rocking and rolling as he usually does. And good luck to everybody out there with all your bets and fantasy football. Enjoy week four. We'll be back next week with week five. Have a good one.